Welcome to Coffee and Combos. In this week's episode, we spill the tea, or coffee we should say, about raising a child. So fill up your cup and join us around the table for the one with lots of coffee and all the patience. Welcome to Coffee and Convos. My name is Josh, and I'm one of the hosts here, as always, joined by my lovely, gorgeous wife, Becca. Becca, how are you? I am great. It's been a super solid week. We um, Last week, we got the flu, or the stomach bug, or whatever it was, um, and that sucked. But everything's been super solid this week. We are back and healthy and rocking and rolling, and it's been super. It's been really good. Um, we. I'm trying to think. Did we have something exciting this week happen? Maybe not. Maybe it just was a good week. It's been it been feels a, like a good week. <laughs> I, I think like we're the weeks are running together. Uh, both of us like we're anticipating uh, basically. So not. This next week, but the following week, it's my birthday week, and Yay. so uh, I'm low key 30. about yeah, big the big three zero. Um, uh, you know, I'm low key about birthdays, so uh, I just tell Beck every year, I'm like, hey, let's just go away, get in a hotel, especially if it's a Disney hotel, and uh, have a few close family members. We are finally going to be able to try uh, a restaurant that I've wanted to try since we got Disney passes, uh, which is Ohana. Yeah. And um, really excited about that and just what that's all about. So uh, that's yeah, going to be. Yeah, we had reservations last year um, and then yeah. COVID hit. And so everything got canceled and it's been shut down. So it yeah. literally just opened back up yep. maybe two or three weeks ago. No, it's not even open um, yet. So oh, yeah. it's not? Oh, no. that's right. Oh, they're this, taking this reservations. It's open. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that would be really exciting um, to be able to go and experience that. But yeah, yeah. Um, we got lots of fun things in store. Um, for his birthday and just being able to hang out and relax. Um, it'll be really, really fun. So we'll, we'll share all the details um, after, after we get to experience it. And where are we staying? We are staying at Disney's Coronado Springs. Yeah. And because they found out it was birthday, they gave us a free upgrade and the room is so beautiful. Yes. Um, so we're really excited. I can't wait. We're counting down the days and hours and minutes yes. <laughs> until we can get. We haven't been on a vacation in a little bit now. No. Um, so it is much needed. Uh, we haven't been on a date night in a while. No. So no. other than uh, just us hunkering down in our room to watch, you know, movies and th- those kinds of date nights. But we haven't done um, something away in, in at least a couple months now. Yeah. So it'll be nice. We, um, we're going to celebrate with family and then the family has been so gracious to us as to snag our little guy yep. for the evening so that we can have that night and the next day just to spend together. So really, <laughs> really excited. It'll be really good. Yeah. Um, we're, we're excited for it. Um, we, uh, well, I got to go to, um, one of my favorite, uh, coffee shops here in Florida, on Tuesday, so to give you like a little coffee segment here, um, we have like tons of favorite shops, especially Central Florida is just like amazing coffee shops from all the way from Gainesville to Tampa and Orlando. But one of my favorite shops, really since I got into third wave coffee, uh, has been Volta in Gainesville. It is the OG, so before coffee was like 
a thing and popular and everyone wants to be a part of it. Uh, Volta started serving uh, back in 2008 and uh, they're just a really, really unique coffee shop. Um, Anthony up there, the owner, he serves Ruby Roasters, which is just a beautiful, bright, just colorful roasting company that I just love. Um, They have some of probably, honestly, they win awards consistently for best coffee in the world. Um, And so this past trip, me and my buddy, we got to try two different ones. He tried the Ethiopian. Um, I forget exactly which farm it was from. And then um, I tried the Colombian. I I think it was uh, Toyo. And uh, incredible, just beautiful, very, very bright um, roast. It had a lot of like acidic um, kind of orange zest flavors. Um, so that was really fun. And the shop hasn't been open on the inside since last week. And so that was kind of cool. We were like the only ones in the shop, which was crazy to me. Well, Normally since it's last like, year, right? And well, yeah. Yeah. So um, since last year, because of COVID, like yeah. they've been serving basically from the door. Um, so the inside of the shop hasn't been open. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, we were the only ones in there, which was crazy. Normally Volta is like a incredibly packed um and so which was kind of cool we had the place to ourselves and then we went across the street they have a coffee shop called wyatt's um they're in gainesville Mm -hmm. and wyatt's is like kind of a different style volta's more traditional as far as like they are not big about like milk and flavors and stuff they want it to be black and so you really understand like the coffee whereas Wyatt's is all about you know they make homemade syrup um a lot of different milks um that you can get in the coffee and so um I tried a honey uh, latte that one was made with uh, Ethiopian espresso incredible so if you're in the Gainesville Central Florida you know Cala area definitely try out Volta and and I would say Wyatt's is definitely a cool stop as well um, and there's like four other coffee shops, but we won't mention those here. Um, but Gainesville definitely has a pop in coffee mm-hmm. scene, uh, coffee scene for sure. So, um, a lot, of, a lot of cool stuff, but if you are new to this podcast, welcome. We would love to have you every single week. We get to do this around the table and just have intentional conversations, whether it's sitting down, uh, with an influencer, whether it's just Becca and I, uh, talking, you know, faith to parenting, to culture, we're just really excited to Disney. Um, to Disney. Yeah. Oh yeah. We listen. All one of fun. these days, it might happen on this next trip. We we are going to do a podcast while we're at Disney. I think we have. I don't know. I don't I think we plan to. Uh, yeah, we may have planned to on our Polynesian day. trip, and then COVID. Yeah, had you're to right. ruin everything. Um, But we would love for you to subscribe. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. If you're listening via Spotify, you can hit follow. It'll give you little Dean notifications when we drop a new episode. In the show notes, there is two great links. The first one is to our Patreon page, which this is a way to support. If you love us, you want to support this podcast, definitely go check that out. And then um, there is a link for some free coffee via Trade Coffee. Um, So go check that out. And uh, you can get free coffee. Free shipping. It's the best. Go check them out. I feel like <laughs> trade, if you ever listen to this, like sponsor us. Okay. For real though. <laughs> um, cool. So what are we going to be talking about tonight? So when we were trying to decide on a topic, um, you know, Josh and I try really hard to pick things that we feel like 
would be engaging, um, but also things that we can kind of talk on. Sometimes it's just like our life experience. And um, today we're just going to be talking about parenting and what it's like parenting in different stages. And obviously we can only go up to the stage of two currently. Um, But I think a lot of times we get kind of stuck in our own head and feel alone um, on this journey of parenthood. (laughs) And it's really hard. And I think that um, I think that culture has taught us to show only the pretty and the wonderful and Mm. the great. And that when it's not pretty and wonderful and great, then we either keep it concealed or hidden or we feel like all we do is fail. Mm. And so um, for Josh and I, Jude has been two for a month, a month now, um, almost to the day. And uh, it's been a journey this past month. (laughs) Um, Our little guy, he's just the best thing ever to us, obviously. Um, But, you know, being two and he's just transitioning and he's learning a lot and has really big feelings um it's just it's just been a it's just been a journey like really and truly um he has days where he's perfect and wonderful and a great listener um and super kind and then he has days here and there they're thankfully they're not as frequent as i know that there are for some parents um but he has days where he is uh, a tyrant And nothing will make him happy and he can't communicate well and he doesn't want to listen and he wants to scream and cry. And um, those are really, really hard days, right? And um, I think it's okay to normalize the fact that, guess what? These kids are their own little people. Um, I think it's so funny um, when people get upset at other people about their kid being a tyrant. Now I get like there's being just pl- flat out nasty and you're not doing anything about it. Um, and then there's just like, dude, my kid's crying and like, just mind your own business and let's move along. Yeah. <laughs> like, unless you can get them to stop crying, mind your own business. Um, because sometimes it is just what it is. Yeah. And there are their little people and they decide how to act when they want to act. Yep. Um, and that's just kind of that. And so this past, what was it? Um, this past week when Josh and I were sick with the, well, all of us were sick with the stomach bug. Um, I thankfully didn't go like full blown sick. I just felt really yucky, but Josh did. And um, Jude had been sick uh, like four or five days leading up to that, leading up to us not feeling well. And he's super good. Like, was so good and it was like almost to the point where it was heart-wrenching because mm. like he just was I don't know he just was so sweet and like cuddly and ah, I don't know like just puny yeah. like when he was sick and then all of a sudden Josh and I don't feel well and he is like oh, oh my god next level through the roof tyrant and and I get it. Why? You know, he's been sick for five days. He's bored. He's sick of being in the house. He's sick of not feeling good. He was throwing up a ton. So I'm sure his poor little body hurt. Um, and there's, you know what, it too, there's not really a lot that you can understand or communicate when you're going through something that you've never really experienced, right? So there was a lot of, um, lots and lots of tantrums and crying and with us not feeling well our patience wasn't to where it needed to be. Mine absolutely was not. Um, 
And there were struggles, right? There were times where I would lash out and I would be so heartbroken afterwards because that's not how I want my, I don't want my son to see me that way, nor does that how I want to treat my son. Mm. Um, but I think sometimes we get so caught up in the, oh my gosh, if you just, please just stop crying, like literally just stop crying. Yeah. That way we can like work through it. But when you're just screaming and not listening and, and nothing will calm you down, you know, it becomes like almost nauseating, like how, um, I don't, it's like a siren that just won't yeah. stop. And so anyways, so I say all this to say, was there are definitely moments where I felt like a really crappy mom. Um, and I had felt like a crappy mom for several days after, because I just was so sad about my reactions and how I was not kind or understanding. Um, and in many ways, there were moments where I was really good. And then moments I was just horrible in that aspect. And, um, and then, you know, that mom guilt, that dad guilt, that stuff sort of kicks in and we get trapped by our own lies and thoughts, right? That we feel like, well, I just can't do this or somehow along the way, like I just am a sucky parent. Like my kid doesn't listen. What did I do wrong? You know, you begin to question everything and you sort of, you sort of trap yourself and you feel alone when in reality, like, hello, that's a lot of parents who all feel this way. Yeah. And it's just the season and it's just the time. And it's us, guess what? When we don't get it right, parents, it's us saying, hey, buddy, I'm really sorry that mommy should not have acted that way. That daddy, you know, daddy saying, hey, I shouldn't have acted that way. Um, and us be learning and normalizing, apologizing to our children when we miss the mark, right? Yeah. Because if we want them to apologize and we want them to grow up to be um, really competent and well-rounded adults, well, then they need to see, they need to experience a parent who can apologize when they're wrong um, so that hopefully they become a parent who apologizes when they're wrong. And it's just creating that healthy generation um in, instead of instead of being nasty and never apologizing and creating generational curses over your kids and and their kids and yeah and their family. Sorry, do you want to add in? No, I I mean I you know clearly we're still novices to parenthood, right? I mean, this is our first kid. Um, he's only two. I think some of the lessons early on that I know I've learned personally. When Jude was first born, I'll never forget. I think it was like week two or three of you know us being home and trying to adapt to things. There was one night where that was like night um, three. <laughs> yeah, not even a couple weeks. No, no, no. This this had been a couple weeks. Oh, um, and so um, we were just like really tired. Like clearly, you know, being up all different times of the night trying to feed him and just trying to soothe him and love him the best we knew how and. We had like set him down um, in his like bassinet, and I think Becca had went to take a shower, and um, I was just exhausted, and he was just like crying, and I remember like just losing my cool and patience with him, and just yelling and getting very upset, and from that moment on, like I've I've lost my cool a couple times and gotten upset, but one of the things I think that's helped me is realizing in that moment, God really showed me like, hey, um, aren't you grateful that I don't get that way with you? Yeah. You know, yeah. and so like realizing like, wow, like the, it's it's profound. It's kind of simple, but profound. Like 
God, if you have that much patience with me, then truly I need that kind of patience. And as a human being, clearly I'm never going to get it fully right. Um, There's going to be times where I don't do that. But in those moments where I start feeling myself like going to lose it, because if we're just honest with each other, there is like absolutely nothing worse than just a screaming kid, right? (laughs) Who just will not stop. You give them stuff, they throw it on the floor, they get mad and they're trying to express, you know, how they're feeling. Clearly they got something going on, but as an adult, we do really set the culture. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I used to tell, um, my youth leaders this all the time. You know, we would talk about kids not being able to worship at the front and, uh, lifting their hands and reacting in worship. And I would say, well, guys, just like a thermostat, we set the temperature of the room, mm-hmm. right? So what do we want the temperature to be? Well, we want it to be red hot. We want pe- you know these kids to be worshiping Jesus. I said, okay, then we better live it. Mm-hmm. We better show them what it looks like. So for our kid, like if we want them to, to begin to develop patience, if we want them to have kindness, like we have to have those qualities. And listen, if you're listening and you're a parent, um, first off, like yet again, we're not always going to get it right. You're going to miss the mark. However, I think that when we miss the mark, recognize it and say, okay, next time I'm going to do better. Yep. I'm going to do better. And, and I've noticed like with Jude, especially, um, lately, like, I don't know, the Lord's given me like this supernatural peace, especially like when, I mean, when he's losing it, not that like, I'm not mad on the inside and just like, dude, get over it. But the Lord's just giving me like this kindness of like, hey, clearly something's going on here. Let's talk to him instead of just yelling because clearly yelling, he's not going to understand it. No, and he doesn't respond to it. And, he and kids respond. are just different. Yeah. He just gets worse. Like the, if you yell at him, he just yeah. gets worse. It doesn't, um, it doesn't soothe. And I love what you were saying. You know, that's something that like every morning I've been getting up and just praying that um, and I pray it over him when I'm in the car before I drop him off. And I pray it to myself personally as well. But just that God will work overall on our patience. So I love that you're saying that God's given you this supernatural peace because I've been praying that for you for yeah. like several, you know, for a few weeks now yeah. that God would do that for both of us. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm a Polak. And so like I'm hot tempered in general. Like, yeah. <laughs> and so I have to really hone it in um and it's not always easy and i hate when i mess up and i fail um but i'm grateful that like i'm grateful that jude doesn't look at me different when i act like that yeah that that's good i've learned a lot about god's forgiveness through him and the way that like i may have lost my temper and like yelled at him and then um five minutes later when he's over it he just wants kisses and hugs and like wants yeah. to play with me. Yeah. And he doesn't like think of me as like, well, she's, she's a jerk. Right. <laughs> like, you know, he sees me in such like a, an unconditional, like loving way. And obviously that's how I see him too. Cause right in a few minutes I'm like, okay, whatever was happening. Like I'm yeah. fine now. Like I've gotten over it. And I just, it's just taught me so much about God's love and how he feels for us that, the moment that Jude cracks a smile or laughs, like all of that anger and all that frustration sort of falls away. Yeah. And it just doesn't matter anymore. Right. Because I just love this kid and I just want to like have fun with him and I want to see him yeah. with happy and joyful. And 
So as I've been praying and like walking through this, it's been really cool because the last couple of days, um, I've really had just like what you were saying, a supernatural peace and like, mm. you know, my kiddo and I know all you other mamas know this too, but like it's the mama train all the time. All I hear is mama like 150,000 oh, times. Right now. Um, and like over and over and over, like even if I've answered it, I may still just I like, beg mama. him to say dada. <laughs> yeah, he he's dying. But he's just mama, mama, mama. And, um, and while I love that, like really and truly the, there's a part of it that totally like fills my soul that he says mama and wants to talk to me all the time. There's also that part of me, like, I swear, dude, if you say my name one more time. Um, But he's just really like, I don't know. God's really has been filling me with peace. And I think that, you know, if if you're a parent and you're, and you're struggling um, with your temper or frustration or just like, you just don't know what to do. Like really and truly right. We're all learning. Like, I don't know what to do. I don't have yep. all the answers. Um, we are not experts by any means. We right. are, we mess up constantly at this thing called parenthood. But ultimately, we love our kid, right? And if you love your kid, ultimately, that's all that matters. Yeah. If you can love your kid well, be humble when you mess up and say you're sorry and pray about it and take it to the Lord, well, you're really doing everything you can do. Right. Because I, that's been our source in this like journey. And like, yes, I talked to trusted parents and I've talked to my mom and my sister about when I'm struggling um, or I just feel like I'm messing it all up. Um, I've really, before I do those kinds of things, ultimately I take it to God first because he reveals things to us. And, um, I don't know. I've just watched every time he's revealed something to me, it's helped me become a better parent or have peace in my heart about the, the decisions that we make, or yeah. the actions that we take. And, and I think, I, I don't think that there's just a method always, you know, I wish there was, um, I'm one of those people who I feel like would really benefit <laughs> from there just being a clear method, but kids are so different and, and I love the beauty of their uniqueness and yeah. I love their, um, you know, as much as it, it drives me crazy when Jude has these moments, there are portions of me that see such a fire in him mm-hmm. that he's, yeah. that I love and nurtured correctly will be phenomenal to see him one day and what he'll become and who he'll be and what he'll fight for and the fieriness that he carries in him. And just the fact that like Jude doesn't really follow the crowd very often. Um, He only follows you if you've kind of earned his like loyalty and respect. I know that sounds silly for a two year old, but it's true. Um, If you're just like a random kid doing something, he'll be like, okay, whatever. Um, But if you've sort of loved on him and created a relationship with him and he sort of sees you and, and, and looks up to you, then he'll sort of, sort of follow. And so I love that heart in him of, he sort of picks and chooses who he decides to follow and he doesn't just do whatever because someone else is doing it. Um, but so all in all of those things, can you, can you see the good in the things that also might drive you crazy? Yeah. <laughs> right. Because in everything that drives you crazy, there's something good about it if it's nurtured correctly. Yeah. And so for Josh and I, it's been this learning opportunity for us to, 
parent him, um, I wouldn't necessarily say gently because I don't love that term so much. I'm not teaching him to be like a wimp, but I am, but my heart is to grow him in a way where he can understand his emotions and that he can help like in a healthy manner, work through them. And that doesn't mean hiding it. I hate the culture of, um, boys don't cry and you know, big boys don't do this. Um, I don't, and I'm not saying I'm trying to go like all the way to the other side where you can cry all the time. Like there obviously needs to be a balance because we all need to have right. A balance and find out how to emotionally be healthy and, um, in our mind and body and soul. So I want to help him find that in, in a way that is conducive for him and, and whether he is sensitive or not, that we are, treat him appropriately and that if he is just more of a sensitive guy that then we figure out different ways to cope with that um but i don't i'm not trying to send him off one day to marry you know the love of his life and he can't even emotionally connect because you know boys don't cry and they don't share feelings that we don't do those kinds of things um because that sucks for the woman and that doesn't help their marriage in any way shape or form and so um that's something that's been big on my heart is taking those things that at this particular moment can drive me crazy um, and develop them to be healthy and, and, and correctly pointed to be an incredible, um, I don't want to say like weapon, but, but weapon for him in a good way. Like it's his like secret weapon to life is is how he manages his feelings and so um so anyways i just wanted to encourage you guys that uh hey we're all feeling it and we're all walking through it and we're all trying to do the best we can but as long as you um as long as you give it to god and you take those moments to just do your absolute best to be patient um and apologize when you mess up then really we're doing the best that we can and we're all in it together and the goal is to raise beautiful, amazing kids who um, are passionate and full of life. And uh, yeah, that's the goal, right? Yeah, that's so good. Well, we hope this episode gave life and hope to you. And um, like Becca said, I think if you are a parent listening, just know you're not in this alone by any means. Uh, We're praying for you. We're believing in you. um, That the best truly is yet to come. Just hold your patience. Ask God to give you peace. And uh, we hope you have a great rest of your week. We will see you next Friday around the table. Love you guys. See ya.